0: What's going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Thanks for joining us on a Tuesday. Today is the eighth, November eighth, twenty twenty two. What is going on out there on today's show? Going to talk a little bit about uh, just just have an honest discussion about sports betting because I was uh, I had a little bit of a Twitter exchange with someone over the weekend and they had a bunch of questions and a bunch of assumptions that I think are mm, a little bit not dangerous to have but let's just be let's just be careful here and i want to be honest on this show and talk about the reality of sports betting because what i feel like i've done talking to some people the way that i understand some people listen to the show is you know sort of romanticizing sports betting and look it can be done i love that i do it i think that a lot of people can win but it's a lot harder then signing up for an account, listening to a podcast, and then betting. Okay, I've been working on my system I use since 2013. and I'm still tweaking it every day, every off season. Every time I get a chance, I'm making sure it's up to date, it's working, it's still good. And as a matter of fact, I actually am in the process of building an entirely new system, which I hope to unveil like maybe around, the beginning of football season next year, if not maybe early 2024. But that's how this stuff works. It's a process. It takes a long time and it takes a lot of work to actually come up with a, a way to beat the market consistently. And so that's just sort of what I want to talk about today is have an honest discussion about making a living betting sports. Remember, if you want to bet these games that we talk about on this show, vig-free, check out betteredge.com. bettore edge.com Start betting vig-free, a.k.a. risk-free. Use a promo code SBD when you're signing up, and they'll give you a free 20 bucks. You don't have to deposit anything. Free $20 with Better Edge if you use promo code SBD. Also want to thank Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is the place you want to go to make player prop parlay They literally pay out more money than any other sports book if you parlay player props together. The reason this is, they have a fixed payout system for those parlays. So I recommend if you want to start making more money for the same bet you're making elsewhere, sign up at uh, Thrive Fantasy. Put in promo code SBD for a deposit match up to $100. That's Thrive Fantasy promo code SBD. And so getting back to it, you know, I do think that making a living betting sports is something that is, it's funny because I see it two different ways. I think that the average person out there who says that can never be done, it's impossible, the house edge is too, is too big, that's just wrong, okay? And as a matter of fact, on that note, I think it's actually not the hardest thing ever to make money betting sports. I think there's a lot of people out there who over the course of a, a week, a month, a season, a year, can make money betting sports. The key is to make enough money to where you can now make a living. Right. That's the key here. You're going to have highs. You're going to have lows. And as I said, I sometimes romanticize this whole thing. And I, I do believe everything I say for sure. A hundred percent. Right. I'm talking about good information. We're putting good stuff out there and I'm glad I can do this and I'm loving it. But sometimes I do feel like it sounds a little bit easier than it comes across to be. Here's the thing. You've got to almost always, when you're betting these games, buck the narrative. And I think that's what the average fan has trouble doing, making bets that don't seem like the right bet to make, right? That's why the public likes to take favorites, because the favorite is the better team, And so the public isn't usually price sensitive. If there's a team that's like minus five or minus six or minus seven, a lot of people out there would say, yeah, I'm taking them regardless, whether it's minus five or minus seven. And you ask them, well, how come? Well, because they're the better team. I think they'll win and not a huge difference, five and seven. So, you know, we'll take it. That's what happens a lot. It's hard to bet on the underdog. It's hard to take the team who's not as good. And you have to do that almost always because the way this, the, the market's set up, the taxes, especially on the favorites, it's just too big to come back from if you always, always, always bet on the, quote, public sides. So it's it's got to be either a like an innate thing. You have to just love going against the public, but you have to conscientiously, or not even conscientiously, I guess if it's just part of your personality, but you've got to always, almost always, buck the narrative. And when you do that, You've got to have your own opinions to support your betting and your own ways of quantifying games. So not only do you have to say, I disagree with what everyone else in the world is saying about, you know, Tennessee football, but here's why. Here's what I think. You also have to make bets that most people say, no, that's a bad bet. It's kind of the same thing, right? You have to make bets where people go, "Ooh, that's tough to make. Okay. So that's the point here. But the caveat is you have to do that and you have to be right 55% of the time or more. So that's what's tough about this. Really, if you're going to boil it down is you've got to make bets that are hard to make and you've got to win 55% of the time with those bets. It's not as easy as, you know, uh, just capping, making picks and watching the games. There's a lot that goes into it as well. So, you know, the idea that uh, a lot of people can do this, I do believe. But the, the, the idea that a lot of people can do this and make a living, I don't believe. And as I said, it's I feel like the the, the idea which is probably permeated and perpetuated through like gambling Twitter and stuff like that is that sports betters handicap, they make their picks and then they watch the games. It's not what everyone does on Twitter, right? Hey, here's our three picks for tonight. And then they'll live tweet the bets, you know, whether their picks are going well or not live with what the referees are doing in their games. And they'll put a little tweet out to the end of them and, and have the green check mark by the wins or the little red X by the losses or whatever. Right. And, that's not how <laughs> that's not actually how people who do this for a living approach it. People who do this for a living, at least the people who I know and talk to and the actual legitimate professionals, they're always doing this. It's a 24/7 job. Okay, you're you're always buying, selling, hedging, arbitraging, middling, buying off, buying on. And then live betting is a thing. So it's not like, okay, here's our bet. We're on the Patriots minus three. Let's see how they do. You're on the Patriots minus three, but you're also watching the market after that bet. You're also handicapping up to the game. You're you're watching for any uh, informational changes, any injury changes, anything like that, okay? So when you look at the end of your year or month or season or whatever, I think there should be a lot of hedging and arbitraging and middling and live betting i mean hell i would say about 60% of my portfolio every year is live bets how often do i give live bets on on the show never because based on definition the games aren't going on we're recording the pod so you know i, I again I, I got this idea to do this pod because i don't want the things i say on here to be misconstrued right we give out the weekend picks friday saturday morning sunday morning picks and even though we're winning, I don't have the record in front of me. It's, it's certainly profitable this year. I don't want the idea or the assumption to be, hey, you follow these picks. You're going to make a ton of money and be a winning sports better just like like that. That's not how this works. Now, what I like is, you know, I give out the picks for free. We don't charge. They are winning. It's good to know at least what side I'm on, I believe. So that I think that there's a benefit to it. But I want to be careful out there that people aren't like, oh, yeah, we got Todd's picks for the weekend. Let's sit back, relax, and watch some games. That's not even what I do. So how can you expect to do that and make money? So there are ways to go about this and there are ways to make money. I think a lot of people, like I said, can make money doing this. It's just the idea of making enough money, which is the key. So if you're asking, okay, well, how can I immediately improve? What are a couple of things I can do to immediately take that next step? There's a couple things I got two things right here. The first is to, to try and find the lowest holds possible by using different sports books. So the easiest way to do this, as I mentioned earlier, sign up at Better Edge, Edge, And what you'll find there is Everything is a vig-free bet. Now it's different than the classic sportsbook experience. So you're not going to get every bet in that you want to. Sometimes you have to put in uh, buy orders that don't get taken. So it's a different experience. Now check it out; it's worth it. But that's the idea with Better Edge: you are taking the vig away. But if you can't find the bet you're looking for on Better Edge, or you're just you know you're you're, you're looking elsewhere, um, what you want to do is compare two different sportsbooks. And see if you can get the household as low as possible. And what that means is the classic bet for like the NFL or NBA is minus 110 on each side. Well, sometimes what you'll get is if you compare different books, maybe if there's, if there's a, a, a game where, you know, team A is minus six and a half over team B, well, you may see that six and a half on different sites, but maybe team A is six and a half minus 105 on a, on a certain website, and then team B is six and a half at minus 105 on a different website, right? So you're getting a minus six and a half at minus 105 and a plus six and a half minus 105, okay? Now, we're not making both bets, obviously, but the idea is when you have two bets you're comparing against each other and both sides of the bet is minus 105, your odds of winning actually go up. Okay, it's the same thing as if you increase the, I say, I should say your odds of winning the fair amount of money. Okay. Your odds of winning the actual bet don't change, but the money you get back changes, which is everything. Wouldn't you like to make, you know, more money back for the exact same bet you're making now? That's how you nickel and dime and and, and start stacking money up doing this. So ways to improve immediately. Number one is Try and get those households to as close as zero as you can. I mean, if you can find a na- a minus one ten and a plus one ten, that would be ideal, right? That's a zero hold. It's not. It's not realistic, but that's the that's the uh, the essence of of finding the lowest hold possible. Compare different sports books, and there you will get your household down very quickly. The second way, and this is going to be tough but only bet singles, no more parlays, no more teasers, no more parlay boosts or same game parlays. And you may say, well, the parlay boost makes it worth it because the, the money I wouldn't make back in the parlay anyway, they're giving me that money in the boost. And that's actually still mathematically inaccurate. They're taking out enough of the boost or they're calculating in your chances of winning in that boost. Now, maybe occasionally Very occasionally, very rarely, you'll get a DraftKings or maybe like an MGM to put out an amazing, like like hundred percent boost. Those, you know, those can be worth it. But I would say in general, just get in the habit of ignoring those. Get in the habit of ignoring the same game parlay boosts and the and the general parlay boosts and the teaser boosts, all that stuff. Start making single bets. That's honestly the quickest way to start making more money and losing less is do those things. Find the lowest household to bet into and then only bet singles. So quick show today. I wanted to talk about a few of those things. But look, I do believe that a lot of people out there, if you work, you put in the effort, you put in the work. I think a lot of people out there could actually make money doing this. The question is how much, and are you willing to work hard enough and long enough you know, during the week to do this? So all right, that is for today's show. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Sports Betting Daily.